into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, the best in the business since 1983. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Got more great offers to tell you about later on. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agent of not just the Titans, but also the Nashville Predators, currently trailing one nothing at home to the Buffalo Sabres right now. So we'll keep track of the Preds for you throughout the course of tonight's show as well. And we know Brymac Mechanical, big Preds fans. Chris Hamby and Miss Sherry, the owners of Brymac Mechanical, a local business, three locations in Middle Tennessee and in Kentucky, satisfaction guaranteed at Brymac.com. So there has been a lot of developments over the course of the last, let's say, 12 hours, and it has been an unholy mess, particularly, let's say, let's say the past, I mean, really since Monday, right? Because The Black Monday in the NFL, the Monday after the regular season concludes, everybody who didn't make the playoffs or who's in danger of getting fired, that is the time when NFL teams or NFL organizations choose to clean house. And in the case of the Houston Texans, they decided to wait and see. They decided to wait and see what they would do with David Culley, whose team only managed four wins, four and 13 this year, who did put up a fight in many of their games, but ultimately without talent, without competent, I mean, high-level quarterback play, without even, you know, uh, without even average to above-average quarterback play. The Houston Texans weren't going anywhere this season. And everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. Everybody from the start with everything that's looming over Deshaun Watson, with the way that Bill O'Brien completely mangled that roster and the salary cap, and the draft capital with all of the assets that he gave up in trades and the lack of assets that he got back for players like Jadavion Clowney and um, DeAndre Hopkins and all on and on and on. The situation goes to the point where the Texans are, are go- we're going to be a bad team this year anyway. And so David Culley, because nobody else wants that job, the Deshaun Watson stuff starts swirling. It's an untenable situation that whomever, takes that job is going to be dropped into or into the middle of. And David Culley, who's never been an NFL head coach before, who has been an assistant coach his entire career in the NFL, gets the opportunity to be a head coach because, you know, frankly, just nobody wants this job, right? So he gets the gig, and then David Culley is not given a legitimate chance to succeed. In fact, they sandbag this man, and we'll talk about that over the course of today's show, the the question that I have for you, and maybe you don't care, right? Because you're a Titans fan, because you don't want to see the Jags or the Colts or the Texans succeed, all well and good. But I think that even from that perspective, you can look at this and say, well, I mean, what happened with David Culley? What happened to Brian Flores? The fact that Mike Tomlin is the only African-American head coach left in football right now, head coach left in football right now, There is a lot of shady business being done around the league, as there is every year. But what's happening to David Culley seems a bit obvious. And I would would like to talk about it with you guys tonight. 
Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Give me one word to describe the Texans firing of David Culley. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. We will discuss it at length together. Give me your Two Rivers Ford take. One word to describe the Texans firing David Culley. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford will not let you down. They have been supporting Middle Tennessee and local sports teams and the community since 1983. They have been doing business with honesty and integrity, which is more than I can say for the Houston Texans. Two Rivers Ford will put you in the best possible uh, position to maximize what you're looking for, your value, for your family's need, and for your budget, like they're doing for me right now. I'm going through the car buying process currently at Two Rivers Ford, and I cannot tell you what a breeze it has been for me, how how great their uh, non-commissioned sales staff, Jonathan Wittelek, the person who I'm working with personally at Two Rivers Ford, how much easier he has made that process on me. They can do the same for you when you visit them in Mount Juliet, or if you don't want to go to the dealership, you can do the Built For You program online at tworiversford.com. So, one word to describe the Texans' firing of David Culley today after basically three days of being like, hey, you know, let us think about it, David, with this man just blowing in the wind. Nowhere to go, getting asked questions about his job status as an NFL head coach, trying to do the best that he can with an NFL roster. By the way, Preds just scored on the power play uh, based on the camera angle. I didn't see the goal itself. It looks like Matt Duchesne was the one who scored the goal, and I think that is indeed the case. Uh, Duchesne slides it in there, it looks like, uh, in into traffic, in the middle of traffic, getting in there on the power play. So good news for the Preds tied up at one all in the second period. But one word to describe the situation. Um, let's see, we've got, uh, uh, what are you guys, what are you guys talking about? Oh, Chris Johnson is asking me, uh, 104.5 doesn't pick up where I live. Any alternatives, Buck? Well, we've got a podcast for the radio show, Chris, or you can watch my radio show on YouTube. It's just uh, 104.5 The Zone has a YouTube page. So can't wa- listen to the radio show live. There's an app, 104.5 The Zone. There's a YouTube channel. You can get the podcast, whatever you want. Make it real easy on you. Um, by the way, Ryan Johansson is going to be on the radio show tomorrow, and we'll talk about this Preds game. Uh, so let's get into the comment section. What what do you feel? What is the uh, what is the one word that you would use to describe it? Jason Martinez says unfair. Um, MB says they want the ex-New England guys there, Brian Flores or Gerard Mayo. They fire one black coach and will hire another. And it's entirely possible, right? Um, Brian Flores was a big reason why Deshaun Watson wanted to go to the Miami Dolphins. Perhaps this is part of the deal because I have seen him emerge as a leading candidate. And I saw Adam Schefter say that Gerard Mayo is a leading candidate for the Houston Texans. The New England Mafia grows stronger. So with all that being said, what's your one word? Predictable, according to Mark Dalton. Well, let's have Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network lay out the facts of the case to you as he did on NFL Network earlier today. And Ian, there was always a sense that David Culley was a short-term solution for the Houston Texans, who of course hired a new general manager, Nick Casario, last year and also had an ongoing standoff the last throughout the entire season. 
with their quarterback, Deshaun Watson. What was unknown was, would Cully get a second season? As you detailed, there was some frustration among players with a variety of issues, including in-game communication, in-game decision-making. Something else that changed within the past couple of weeks, someone with an existing relationship with Nick Casario became available. That, of course, is Coach Brian Flores, who was fired on Monday in a surprise move by the Miami Dolphins. I would anticipate the Texans are going to run a targeted search here. They are going to move swiftly. Certainly, Flores is one name to consider here as potentially the next coach again of the Houston Texans. Yeah. So, you know, and and this was kind of, we all knew that the the David Cully situation might be not a long-term solution, but not like this. I mean, anybody who watched the Texans, and I've seen them play twice this year. I've seen them beat the Tech the Titans uh, here in Nashville. They played hard for that guy. And, and yes, if you're going to fire him based on his in-game decision-making, there were some really egregious offenses, but he's first-time head coach. Like, why should he not get a larger, uh, larger sem- sample size for you to determine whether he's capable of doing the job or not? Now, if you outright think that he's the wrong person for the job, why'd you hire him in the first place? Why'd you give why'd you give this to why why did you give this job to a person who you never intended to keep, other than you just wanted to get through this season? And maybe that's the answer, right? I just think that's so wrong. What's one word to describe the Texans firing of David Cully? Anthony Hill says backstabbing. And you know. I don't know how David Culley feels about this, right? I don't I don't cover the Texans. I, I've read a lot of the reports coming out of Houston today. Some of them were shocking, like what I saw Aaron Reese, who is the Texans uh, reporter for The Athletic. Aaron Reese said earlier today, I'll pull up the tweet exactly, Nick Casario, the general manager there, was part of David Culley's practices and was on the headset advising Culley on game management. So if game management is going to be a reason for firing him, Aaron Reese is saying that the general manager was a part of that. It'll be interesting to see if any of that changes with a new Texans head coach. I've never heard of a situation like that where the general manager is on the headset during the game, talking to the coach, advising him on game management. What kind of a ridiculous micromanaging situation is that? That's wrong. It's honestly disgraceful the way that this happened to David Culley. And listen, maybe David Culley isn't a great NFL head coach. Maybe he's not even a good one, right? But that an NFL team, and listen, he got financially compensated. If you're somebody who cares about that stuff, uh, from my standpoint, you know, if you get obsessed with the amount of, oh, look how much money he's making, David Culley's going to be fine. And maybe maybe that's so. Maybe it's beneficial for him to get out of the out from under the Texans organization. Um, but, you know, my my belief on people who would cite, oh, look how much money he's making. I don't feel bad for David Culley. My position on that would be the only people that really think that way are the people who are, you know, jealous of the financial circumstance. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. You know, not everybody's financial, not everybody's financial circumstances pay you that much when you get fired, right? Um, I completely understand that logic. But, like, that argument tends to come from people who are over, not overly concerned, but who who do not have the financial resources um, to say that, yeah, money makes you happy immediately, right? Money money cures everything, and money cures a lot of things, but not everything. It doesn't mean that he's satisfied 
with his uh, one his one shot at an NFL head coach head coaching career. He may not get another chance at this, right? He may be one and done. Um, Anthony Chan says, uh, Chan or Chan, forgive me, Anthony, says incompetent. Tony N says expected. Um, Chris Johnson says, Buck, did you get your new car? No, I'm not getting my new car until March because it's physically being built for me right now. Shout out to Rivers Ford. Um, so the car is being manufactured next month and it will be on the dealership, uh, on the lot first, uh, early March. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, my, uh, my 2012 Ford Escape can last a, a couple months longer at this point. 10 years though. She sugar's a good one. She made it. So we're, we're happy about that. Got full use out of that car. Uh, Carl Clement says predictable. Um, moronic for Anthony Hill. Uh, we says, where's the eyeshadow? What eyeshadow? My eyeshadow? I don't wear eyeshadow. I, uh, I don't have, I don't have eyeshadow handy. I do, I do, uh, have makeup for when I, uh, for when I did television hits, um, because everybody wears makeup on television. I do have an under eye roller that I haven't used tonight, but honestly, my eyes, my eyes look pretty good. Normally I look exhausted and this, I look only slightly tired. So we're doing good. We or wheezy, however you pronounce it, whatever. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. Kelly was the fall guy, says Puka. And it's hard to argue anything but that, right? And it won't be the, it, this isn't the first time that it's happened in the NFL. It won't be the last time that it's happened in the NFL. It's really, really just a shame that it happened to him this way. Uh, I'll tell you my one word to describe the firing of David Cully by the Houston Texans. Here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook has a great offer for NFL fans or football fans who want to get in. Well, there's only NFL as far as football is concerned. So yeah, NFL fans, they got a great offer for you. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is counting down to Super Bowl 56 with this great offer. New customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. You bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Uh, you can also get in on the DraftKings Hammer the Over promotion, which means for every 5,000 bettors who take the over for Saturday night's game, the point total will lower by a half a point. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code A2ZSports. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team, which means bet just 5 bucks and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's code A to Z Sports this wild card weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee to bet. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So one word to describe the situation with David Culley. I would say to you, that from my standpoint, the one word that I would use to describe the situation is fraudulent. The whole situation, from his hire to his firing now, fraudulent. They probably never intended to keep David Cully. And and maybe David Cully was made very aware of the circumstance coming into this. I don't know if he's at peace with the situation. I have no ties to David Cully. Never talked to the man in my life. Um, seems to be an interesting quote at press conferences, players loved him. And I spoke to a couple of people in the Houston media about this. In fact, I was sitting, sitting right in front of John McClain, uh, who is of course NFL media legend, John McClain. 
And he and Joe Rexrode were talking. I just happened to over, not that I was, you know, uh, eavesdropping, but I just happened to overhear the conversation because I'm writing my article after the game and Rexrode and McLean are sitting in the, in the row in the press box behind me. And, and Rexrode goes, they're not going to actually fire him, are they? And McLean goes, yeah, it looks like they might to bring in somebody of their New England mafia. And that seems exactly where things are trending. Now, at the time, we didn't know that Brian Flores was going to be out. And Brian Flores may, in fact, and probably will be, an upgrade on the situation with David Culley. But it's all, it's all frankly, fraudulent. It's just straight up wrong how this man was done. And, again, nobody seemed willing to take that job. None of the best candidates seemed interested in what the Texans were going through. Again, the Deshaun Watson thing was still in full effect. We still don't know if there's going to be any kind of uh, settlement or if it's going to turn criminal uh, at some point because all the charges against him, all of the uh, suits against him, the lawsuits against him are civil right now as opposed to criminal. So all of this still hangs in the balance. And the longer that it plays out, the harder it's going to be for the Texans to bring in a coach who's willing to put up with this stuff. Two to one, by the way, if you're keeping track of the Preds game. Uh, Sabres scored earlier in the second period, about 50 seconds remaining in the second period. Two to one, Sabres lead. Uh, But at this point, it just seems fraudulent. It really does. And it's unfortunate because I don't know what they could have done. Uh, I don't, Darrington says racism. I mean, you know. I don't know enough about the situation to allege that. All I know is that if the if I mean the Rooney rule is going to be the Rooney rule is going to be applied in this particular situation and in the situation with the Dolphins by the way. And there is going to be scrutiny on both the Texans and the Dolphins organizations for the fact that their minority coaches were fired in circumstances that you know, they didn't really seem to deserve it. Now again, I'm not in, I'm not on the ground. I don't know how that goes. All I know is that in the, in the case of Brian Flores, and it may just be unfortunate coincidence, but in the case of Brian Flores, they've, the media reports of the things being leaked to the media in Miami after Brian Flores was let go about him being hard to work with and stuff that you never heard about until he was out. Um, the way that they kind of painted him, it felt like they were painting him as the angry black guy, Right. Easy to fire the angry, angry black guy. Um, and again, I have no, I've never met Brian Flores. I know that Mike Vrabel thinks the world of him. I know that he is highly respected as an NFL head coach. And I know that he didn't vibe with the general manager, Chris Greer. So, um, you know, anytime reports like that come out, you have to think, who does this stand to benefit? And it stands to benefit Chris Greer from painting Brian Flores in an overwhelmingly negative light. There's plenty of coaches who are hard to work with. But if they run against the wrong people, then, you know, it's easy to kind of paint them however you want to in the media after the fact. It's a, it's a real shame. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving. And let's talk about Bart Scott's medical advice to Josh Allen today. Speaking of wildcard weekend, since we're getting closer and closer, Joshua Johnson says, he, uh, I applied to be the water boy for the Titans next year. Well, one, Josh, uh, good luck. Two, uh, maybe don't bring up Mariota in your interview. I do know that you... Uh, have a great love for Marcus Mariota. And maybe you'll get a Marcus Mariota revenge game at Nissan Stadium if the Raiders beat the Bengals this weekend. Um, Buck throwing that sneaky shade. Who did I throw shade at? I missed who I didn't. 
I uh, I did not mean to throw shade at anybody, but perhaps perhaps I uh, did. Wrath of the Titans. Let me know who I was who I uh, threw shade on. I did. I wasn't intending. I don't think I was intending to throw shade at anybody, but perhaps. Um, the organization is a dumpster fire. Uh, Pete, Peter Tolene says it's not racism. It's just incompetence. And that can be entirely so, right? It can be entirely so. Um, there are going to be elements of this that are explored though, because anytime you have a situation like this with a minority coach and given how difficult it is for minority coaches to get hired as head coaches in the NFL, um, these kind of things are going to be scrutinized. MB says, Buck, maybe the Texans just keep Watson if they hire Flores since he wanted to play for him in Miami. Yeah, I brought that point up earlier, MB. I think it's entirely possible. Because at this point, the longer this drags on, here's the problem with the with the Watson thing, though, and then we'll move on to Bart Scott. Uh, end of the second period, by the way, Preds down 2-1. Here's the thing with Bart Scott. Or uh, with, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking ahead. Here's the thing with Deshaun Watson. We have no idea what's happening with the Watson situation. Um, well, we do know what's happening with the Watson situation, but we don't know at what point a decision is going to be made through the legal system. And then once a legal decision is made, what then does the league do? Because the league, once the legal, de- uh, once the legal system has, de- has made a decision as far as, you know, whether he has to settle, whether he's going to be involved in criminal complaints, whether this, you know, continues to spiral in a way that's bigger than it already has been. We have no idea, right? At this point, it's very much just kind of a wait and see process. But in doing that, you have no idea what your quarterback situation is going to look like. You can't assume that Deshaun Watson is going to be even available to you next year. Because at some point, if a legal decision is made and it shows that Deshaun Watson was in some way guilty of the things that he is accused of, the league is in within their rights as his employer to take action in the form of suspension or something along those lines. So you have no idea whether Deshaun Watson can be relied upon as a answer for the future of the Houston Texans. And so with all that being said, whomever uh, is interviewing for that job may need to evaluate the, uh, evaluate the situation. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. Uh, let's talk about the Viagra thing. <laughs> let's talk about the Viagra thing, shall we? Uh, sneaky shade rising, throwing low blows. I, I miss who was I throwing shade at? What did I do? I, uh, I, I, I didn't, maybe I, maybe I threw shade at somebody. You guys are saying that I did, but I don't think I, uh, don't think I did. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Let's not get bogged down. Um, let's talk about the Viagra situation with Bart Scott. <laughs> How about that for a tease? The question that I have for you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch what is the funniest performance-enhancing drug in sports that you've heard of? Now, this can be anything from, you know, steroid usage. This can be uh, this can be a situation like um, this can be a situation like Pelotti Nada a couple of years ago got suspended for using Adderall while he was with the Baltimore Ravens. What is the funniest PED you have heard of being used in sports? That's the question that we're asking you guys here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Give me your answer in the comment section. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com. That's where you go for the official real estate agent of the Titans and the Preds. 
The Intel Edge is what the Ashton team can provide to you at GaryAshton.com. You can get the Intel Edge, whether you're buying a new home, looking for properties that may not even be available on the market yet. The Ashton team has that for you because they have the Intel Edge that only the Ashton team can provide. Whether you're trying to sell your home for more in this seller's market here in Middle Tennessee, the Ashton team will set you up and make sure that you capitalize on your investment. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, what's the most ridiculous PED that you've ever heard of? <laughs> uh, John Bones Jones, Kyle Severin said, just generally, just Bones Jones. I mean, God knows, he's been all over stuff, right? Adderall is okay, though, right, says Joshua. I mean, Adderall, I think you have to let them know. Uh, it, actually, I don't know the rule on Adderall, because I know Haloti Nada did get suspended for it. I don't know if there's a situation where if you tell them ahead of time, hey, I take Adderall for you know, ADD or ADHD. Um, that's something that, uh, that's something that they would be comfortable with. I don't know if they just tell you, Hey, don't take it before the game. Um, because it technically is performance enhancing. I have no idea what the case is with that. That's a good question, Joshua. Cause I would think that if you are prescribed Adderall, that it would be okay. But obviously, you know, if you're getting Adderall and you know, like we, like people did in college or whatever, and you're just handing it out like, uh, like Tic Tacs, at the uh, at the at the library for everybody who's pulling overnights in college, right? Um, that's a different scenario. Or whether you're just taking a you know a handful of Adderall before an NFL game, that's a different scenario entirely. Dom Odell says weed weed makes you lazy, although it does have some positive effects. I don't think athletics is one of them. Every time someone says they smoke before games, I call cap. Um, here's what I'll say about that, Dom. Uh, I. No, plenty of, and, and like, I don't want this to be made about Titans players because just because that's the team I cover, but I'm saying league wide, I know plenty of players who smoke pot, right? Plenty of players who smoke pot, you know, before practice, after practice, before games. I mean, Marshawn Hinch or Marshawn Lynch is famous for taking a shot or a shot or two of Hennessy before he gets on the field to kind of settle his nerves in a little bit, loosen up. Um, as he told Peyton Manning on the, uh, on the Peyton's places. So like, I, you may call cap on that, but there's a lot more players than you would think. Uh, it would surprise you how many guys, uh, how many guys smoke pot, um, before games. Uh, we did Pac-Man Jones a world of good Dion. I don't know about Pac-Man. I don't know if anything did Pac-Man a world of good. Um, but the craziest PED that I have heard Oh, J- Jerry, uh, uh, oh, I'm going to botch the, the pronunciation of, uh, I'm going to, pr- I'm going to botch the entire name, but, uh, a player for the Mets used to use steroids made for horses. R.A. Dickey getting popped for poppy seed chicken. Yeah, that's pretty funny, says producer Reed. Um, I think you need a doctor's note, says Peter. Again, I'm not familiar with the NFL's, uh, the NFL situation on Adderall right now. I would think that they would have to have some kind of exception based on prescriptions. Um, Kenyatta says, roll one up. Yeah. I mean, you know, do what you do. Uh, of course not if you're in the state of Tennessee, because of course, uh, such activities are illegal. Um, but you know, if you're in a state where it's legal, roll one up, do your thing. Um, what I would say to you is the most ridiculous thing that I've heard as far as P, uh, PEDs are concerned is what Bart Scott had to say on get up this morning. Now our friend, Diana Rossini, uh, we always enjoy Diana's presence around the, around the radio show. She stops by from time to time to uh, drop some NFL knowledge. 
She was on Get Up this morning with Bart Scott and Dan Graziano. And I was watching this during a commercial break while I was on the radio. And I heard Bart Scott say something I've never heard in my life. Never in my life have I heard somebody say this. But apparently, it's fairly commonplace in the NFL. Most ridiculous PED usage or drug that is used as a PED in professional sports settings, to me, is Viagra. You know, I spoke to Josh Allen over the phone about how he's going to handle the cold weathers. Because here's the issue with Josh Allen. Over the last 15 years, he's the second worst completion percentage in the NFL in freezing temps. The guy hates the cold. He doesn't play well. And he says the reason is because he's got bad circulation. So his toes get cold. And you know, with your feet. Can I get you a suggestion for him? Josh Allen listening. Can people get this message to him? Viagra. Take some Viagra for the game, baby. That'll fit that circulation going right. I, I don't so, know how to move uh, off of that. I don't have any medical background, so I can't. I don't really have a, a response to that. But you, you play, so the, you must know of, something. A lot of us take Viagra, right? Because Viagra opens up the blood vessels. A lot of us take Viagra. What do you mean? A, a lot, lot of a lot of NFL <laughs> players, at least in my day, took Viagra because it opens up the blood vessels. A lot of endurance athletes because Viagra was first uh, a heart medicine, right? So it builds up circulation, which makes sure that it gets those circulation to the feet. Okay. Uh, so, these statements have not okay. been uh, evaluated. By I was going to go Buffalo, like just go wings extra hot, but, but you know, you seem to have a better What were we talking about? The, 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 I swear I'm not the thing to be funny. Is, he, he's going to just, he, I don't think he's going to necessarily be taking Viagra from what I could tell through the conversation. He didn't share that with me, but he just said he's going to be standing next to heaters when the defense is out to keep those toes. He'll be hot. <laughs> <laughs> Bart Scott, and he was dead serious. That's the best part of that video. Dead ass serious was Bart Scott. Lewis Riddick didn't know what to do with it. Diana's a TV pro, so she kept it rolling. Uh, She hadn't seen the video yet. I texted it to her today, and, you know, I I won't share what we were texting about. But it was laugh out loud funny because Bart Scott did not flinch. Again, I'm going to play that video for you. Watch Bart Scott's face when he's telling you, yeah, a lot of us took Viagra because it opens up the blood vessels, and not just down there. You know, I spoke to Josh Allen over the phone about how he's going to handle the cold weathers because here's the issue with Josh Allen. Over the last 15 years, he's the second worst completion percentage in the NFL in freezing temps. The guy hates the cold. He doesn't play well. And he says the reason is because he's got bad circulation. So his toes get cold. And as you know, with your can I, feet. Can I, can I get you a suggestion for him? You want Josh Allen listening. Can people get this message to him? Viagra. Take some Viagra for the game, baby. That'll fit that circulation going right. I, I don't so, know how to move uh, off of that. I don't have any medical background, so I can't. I don't really have an, a response to that. But you, you play, so the, you must know of, something. A lot of us take Viagra, right? Because Viagra opens up the blood vessels. A lot of us take Viagra. What do you mean? A, a lot, lot of a lot of NFL <laughs> players, at least in my day, took Viagra because it opens up the blood vessels. A lot of endurance athletes because Viagra was first uh, a heart medicine, right? So it builds up circulation, which makes sure that it gets the circulation to the feet. Okay. Uh, so, these statements have not okay. been uh, evaluated. By I was going to go Buffalo, like just go wings extra hot, but, but you know, you seem to I don't have what, a better I swear, I swear What were we talking about? The, 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 I swear I'm not the thing to be funny. is, he's going to just, he, I don't think he's going to necessarily be taking Viagra from what I could tell through the conversation. He didn't share that with me, but he did say he's going to be standing next to heaters when the defense is out to keep those toes. He'll be hot. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just a ridiculous thing. And, you know, I I completely believe him. I told, listen, I've seen football players do some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've heard, I've seen them do some stuff. I have heard much, much worse. Now, <laughs> Lewis Rid- Orlando Jones says Lewis Riddick was not amused at all. I mean, what's Lewis going to do, right? Lewis, <laughs> Lewis uh, I mean, uh, uh, Damian Woody is losing his mind. Dan Graziano looks terrified. Diana just keeps rolling. Like, the Diana's great. Of all the people to be in a bad spot in that video, Diana Rossini. And our friend, man, she handled it like a pro. That was incredible. Laugh out loud funny. And Lewis Riddick's face, MB, yes, it is It is indeed priceless. Aubrey Calvin says he's about to be a spokesman for, uh, he's about to be a spokesman for uh, the little blue pill. Oof. <laughs> Randy Hemberg says, don't forget your cup. <laughs> oh, God. There's it. And listen, there could be some potentially deeply uncomfortable conversations out there on the football field. Cal Severin wants me to ask Mike Vrabel if he ever took Viagra to combat the call. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Hey, Mike. <laughs> I can't even... I can't even say it because I can, I can physically see his face, just what that would look like in my mind. And I would say to you that if anybody asked Mike Vrabel that question, I honestly think, I you know, I don't know. I don't know how Mike would handle it because, like, you, Vrabel is very much, Vrabel is very much a read-the-room type of person. Like, some days... Some days you can have a little more fun with him than others, and some days he just he just doesn't have time for our shit, which I get. But I would I would love I don't man I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I really don't. I think it would be damn funny, but I don't I don't think they'd ever allow me back at a press conference again. I could I could picture Vrabel's face, and I could picture the PR staff who stands off to the side watching all of these press conferences while we're talking to Mike or the players, and I cannot cannot. Uh, I cannot imagine what that would look like. Uh, I, I just looked it up and he's actually right, says Joe. I mean, I listen, I believe him. Nate Spurder says Lawan and Compton asked Vrabel worse on the bus. Yeah, but Nate, what's the difference between me and Lawan and Compton? I am not a player for Mike Vrabel's team. I am not an NFL player. I'm a media member. If I asked Mike Vrabel if he took erectile dysfunction pills to stay warm in a Super Bowl, you know, on a Super Bowl uh, championship run while he was with the Patriots, I think that Mike Vrabel might throat punch me. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike and Mike Taylor and Will have a much different relationship than like me and Vrabel do. It's much different, much much different working. Now I think if it's in a setting like the bus, you can ask those kind of questions, but like not at a press conference. Oh God, Buck! If you ask Vrabel that question next time, we'll all hit your like button the day after. Why? It wouldn't be worth it. I'd be dead. There'd be no show. It'd be done. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I I really, I really, damn, that's tempting. We're not going to talk to Mike again. I don't know when we're going to talk to Mike next week, given that the schedule is going to look a little differently. We don't know when they're even going to play yet, but uh, oof. all right, let's keep it moving. Bart Scott, can't wait. <laughs> It's so good. All right, Brian Mack, bounce back. Who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together 
here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Who needs to bounce back most in sports? Give me your answer in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it at great length right after I tell you about the people who present this fine feature. That, of course, is Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all. Every one of your HVAC needs. They handle you commercially. They handle you residentially. If you've got ductwork you need done, improve your air quality. Brymac can do that for you. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical. Three locations in Middle Tennessee and in Kentucky. Give them a visit at Brymac.com and tell tell, uh, Chris Hamby and Miss Sherry that we sent you. All right. So, who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? (laughs) Orlando Jones says that kid that Josh stared down. Man. So, the Grizzlies. And we talked about, we honestly talked we did a whole segment, and not a whole segment, like a shorter segment on the Grizzlies, because there's not uh, there's not too many people who uh, there's not too many people who care about the Grizzlies in Nashville. Certainly not during the regular season. So I try to you know not do too much, even though I love Ja Morant and I love watching the Grizz play. Um, we talked about Ja, so the the Grizzlies beat the Warriors on Tuesday, massive win at home in Memphis. And there's a little kid. I don't know if I don't know what Warriors jersey is. I don't know if it's a Steph jersey or a Clay jersey, whatever. He's got a uh, he's got a he's got a Warriors jersey on, and he's at the game in Memphis. And so Ja makes a, just a thunderous, uh, just a thunderous slam dunk down the lane. Starts, you know, he's he's puffing his chest out, he's flexing a little bit, he's looking at the crowd, and this little kid reaches out to like high five him, except he's got a Warrior jersey on, and Ja just stares him down. <laughs> he's just he's just deadpan, just right at the camera, just looking right at him. No emotion. Just, I don't, I don't want to dap you up, kid. You got a Warriors jersey on. It's incredible. Ten straight wins for the Grizz. In fact, the Grizz are on tonight. I've got the Preds on one TV in the office, and the Grizzlies are up to 86-84 with a minute left in the third on the Timberwolves right now. So we've got both of those games going in the office at this point. But, um... Yeah, the job, the, the kid that so John Morant said, you know, he didn't mean to scare the kid or anything like that. Like if somebody got him the information, he's going to send him a jersey. Personally, it's really, really good. But um, with all that said, John, the kid, the kid that John Morant stared down, bounce back candidate for sure. Derek West says, Maine, Tennessee Pro Sports trending up. Preds top of their conference. Uh, they've got one more period uh, to go against the. Sabres right now, so we'll see what happens with that. But Preds at the top of their conference, Titans at the top of their conference, Grizzlies, I think they're three and a half games back of the Western Conference lead right now, and they're in the lead of the Southwest Division, which I did not know existed until quite recently. Um, so all all the love for the Grizz and the Preds for what they're doing. The uh, pro sports in Tennessee, man, things are, uh, things are trending up in a big way. But that's not my bounce back candidate. My bounce-back candidate is a friend of ours. My bounce-back candidate is a player who has been on uh, has been on an NFL roster, wasn't signed to an NFL roster until later in the year, was on an NFL roster leading up to their win-and-in game with the Los Angeles Chargers this weekend, was on the team for that win. Well, actually, he was cut before the game, re-signed before the game again, all within a day. Played in the game and then was cut the day after the game. My bounce back candidate is our dear friend, William Earl Compton.
Damn. Emergency press conference time brought to you by Piggyback. I am once again here to tell you guys that I that I have been cut from the Las Vegas Raiders. I wish I was making this shit up, dude, but I'm not. When I got brought back last week after being cut for like 24 hours, they're like, you want to play this week? And I'm like, hell yeah, I want to play, obviously. And uh, like, all right, we can only promise you this week because somebody was on COVID. And I'm like, it's all good, man. As long as we get in the playoffs, playoff Willie. And uh, so I kind of knew this was coming. I wasn't sure because, you know, the, the boy was out there scrapping, gritty, 32 years old, looking sharp, no rust, punt sets looking clean, tackle. I'm in the stat book. I know haters are sick. One almost fumble recovery. Recovery. I was having the time of my life, and the boys won in the most dramatic fashion possible. That was the craziest game I've ever been a part of. But, and if that's how I go out, man, hey, that was a hell of a game to be a part of, and just the vibe around the building has just been all time. The boys are awesome. Go win this thing, man. Go win this thing. I've never, what bums me out the most is when I walked in, I was like, are you at me today? And he's like, yeah, I was just like, Damn, I wanted to go on the run so bad because I've never won a playoff game. For any young players watching, these opportunities are few and far in between, dude. I played nine years, and this is my third time going to the playoffs. The other two, I got booted in the first round, and the boys have a legit shot, and I just wanted to be a part of it, man. But I'll be out there. I'll be there in spirit. You know, the boy, I'll be on social media acting a fool. Playoff Willie's still alive. Like, it's not over with. It's not dead. But I'm just bummed, man. I wanted to be a part of it. But, uh, well, I'll get back to Nashville tonight, I'm sure. Hop on the bus tomorrow for the boys. Subscribe to the pod. Who knows? Just get back to work tomorrow. That's all I know. I'll be ready to go. I'll be running every day, every couple days maybe. Drinking some piggyback, that uh, fresh ginger lime. Screwing my head off for the boys, man. Once a Raider, always a Raider. I love you guys. Cheers. <laughs> I swear to God. I Listen, Will's a good friend. I love him to death. I wish him all the success in the world. I It takes a lot for me to feel bad for Will. And I, I don't necessarily feel bad for him, right? Because, you know, that's the way it works in the NFL. Like he's saying, he's he's 32 years old. He's he's You take the opportunities that come to you at that point in your career, if you're in the role that Will is in, and like, I, I don't, I don't want to say that I feel bad for him, but I mean, like I called him, I think right after I saw that video and just said, what the, what the hell? You got to be kidding me with this. There's no way. And he, he was a good sport about it. So, you know, uh, we'll be fine. And I know they put out a podcast today, him and Taylor, uh, busting with the boys. Maybe now that Will's unemployed, he can come back on the radio show. Um, because I know that our previous, uh, his schedule with the Raiders conflicted with our time slot. So maybe playoff Willie will uh, join us in studio and be a part of our playoff coverage. Um, but my God, that uh, that's a tough spot for our boy. So uh, all, I mean, he's going to be great. He's going to be fine. And he's going to, he's going to take Barstool Nashville to the, to the moon, and I would never tell him that to my. Uh, I would never tell him that to his face because that would gas him up too much. Uh, but I do think the world of Will. He does a great job, and I hated. I hated to see that for my friend, but you know, I know he's going to be fine. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Been a great week of primetime shows. Thank you guys so much for your participation. 
as always, y'all are rock stars, and we are so fortunate to have you support our stuff the way that you do. Speaking of which, make sure you support the people that support this show, that make this show free for you. Two Rivers Ford, DraftKings Sportsbook, Brimac Mechanical, and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. All great businesses focused first and foremost on serving you. Radio show tomorrow going to be a lot of fun. Uh, well, uh, we'll see what happens with the Preds. They are uh, the Preds currently trailing 2-1 right now. Ryan Johansson is going to be on the radio show with us um, tomorrow. We're going to have Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio. We're going to have Casey Alexander, Belmont's head basketball coach. And we are going to have Kalen Kaler, who wrote a really, really good article for Defector about the flaws in the hiring process right now. So, so much great stuff that you can uh, hang out with us on the radio show tomorrow from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. If you don't have a, a radio terrestrial, you can watch the radio show live on The Zone's YouTube page. And we would be grateful to have you there, too. There's a chat just like this one. So you can uh, scream and yell and fight with each other in the chat and fight with me if you want. Um, or you can call in, and we'd be happy to talk to you there as well. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll talk to you Sunday night on A to Z Sports Primetime.